Hey, yo, what up, though? And welcome back to another episode of Black Fridays. You already know it's your favorite host, y'all's boy, Denzel Turner, back on the mic. And just wanted to first take a pause and genuinely ask, how are y'all doing? A lot been going on in the world. A lot may just be going on personally, interpersonally, whatever the case may be. But just wanted to let y'all know. Definitely thinking about y'all and appreciate you tuning into the podcast, despite whatever it is that's going on out there in your life or in the world. Now, let's get into today's guest. Still in the Flashback Friday series, had to go back and revisit this one. Got a chance to chop it up with my brother Tristan Layfield of Layfield Resume. And I got to tell y'all, he's definitely legit, amazing at what he does and is out there helping a lot of not only young people, but people in general get out there and achieve their career goals, whether it's updating their resume, LinkedIn profile or overall career advice, how to make power moves. So I had to get back to this episode. I want y'all to definitely tap in. If you're looking to make some moves this summer and upgrade your life, go ahead and get that promotion or whatever it is that you're seeking. This is the episode for you. So make sure that you tune in, stay to the end. And as always, I appreciate you. And we're going to go ahead and kick this thing off. Run my intro. Oh, it's good. You are now in oh, the by Despite Jones. of Layfield Resume. What's going on, my man? What's going on, Denzel? Not much, my brother. How you living? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Can't complain. How about you? Hey, man, life is good. I'm just trying to adjust to everything out here on the West Coast. That's all. Yeah, I feel you, man. It's, it's a little bit different life out there. It is. It definitely is. But, you know, it, it reminds me of home a little bit, so it's not, it's not too crazy. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel you, man. So I'm I'm happy to have you here, man. This is dope. Um, you're getting a lot of love in the in the comments already, man. But I want you to tell the people about yourself and, and what it is that you do. So you know, let the people know who you are and what you're about. Yeah. So my name is Tristan Layfield. I'm the owner and head career coach at Layfield Resume Consulting. Um, we've helped over 500 job seekers, um, you know, really leverage their skill set to land their next careers or, tra or transition into a career. Um, you know, I what some of our work's been featured in, in some places like business insider black enterprise um you know the muse a couple other different places so yeah um that's pretty much it we really just help people with their careers help them figure out how to leverage what they have to get to where they're trying to go that's what's up man and i have to let y'all know tristan and Layfield resume is legit he helped me put together my resume for uh business school when I was applying and uh, everybody was impressed like when they saw it they was like oh you you on top of your stuff you on top of your games like you know I gotta I gotta consult the experts you know I'm not, I'm not I'm not here to play uh so yeah that, they are definitely serious about what they do so um I want to ask you like what got you into that like how what made you start getting into those type of services 
Yeah. So originally what happened was I was a um, regional manager for a biotech company. I was managing a team of about 24 across four different states. Um, and I was always hiring for my team and I helped my director hire for their team. Uh, I helped his boss hire for this, their team. So I was reviewing resumes and doing tons of interviews. And one of the things that I noticed is that a lot of the black people or other people of color had a hard time actually conveying their value in their resumes and during their interviews. So I sort of put a pin in that for a minute. I noticed that it was something I, I recognized. Um, but then I, um, I started having family and friends asking me like, hey, can you help me with my resume? Can you help me find a job? Because they figured out what I was doing in my actual day-to-day -day life. Um, and so I noticed that these people were actually landing the roles that they wanted, right? So I was like, okay, so you're onto something here. So I took that little pin out of that note that I made and I was like, okay, so there's two things. You clearly are able to help the people that you noticed needed some help. So let's start this company and let's see where it goes. So um, in January 2017, I started it. Um, you know, I was like, okay, I'll probably get like, you know, one, two clients, you know, a month here or there. Um, next thing you know, by the end of the year, I'd worked with over 100 people. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it it was a uh, very unexpected, but that you know that's how it goes. Yeah, and and I mean the trajectory, <laughs> like since you started it officially, um, has been you know just crazy to see. Like over the years, um, like you said, you didn't anticipate much. You felt like you know I might be able to help a few people, and that was the goal. But then you know it turned into something that you know you figured out that you actually was on to something. So that's dope that you uh, you definitely stuck with it and you you've been able to grow it um, since then. Um, what, so given the fact that, you know, you were, you started this as kind of like a part of a job that you already had and then mm -hmm. grew this into kind of like your side thing, like, can you kind of talk about the dynamics of having your, your full-time gig and then having your energy there and then, you know, transitioning that to having a, a side gig as well at the same time? Yeah. So in doing them both, obviously it was a lot of time and energy, um, but it actually was nice. It was something that I enjoyed doing. So like, I, you know, I didn't even mind sometimes waking up and writing somebody's resume or starting on somebody's resume before I actually got ready for work uh, in the morning, right? It was, it was, it was that fun for me because it was my own thing. I got to do it the way I wanted to do it. Um, eventually what did start to happen though, is at some point, you know, business was picking up. There was a little bit of burnout that was happening because I had 40 hour, 40 plus hours. Cause let's be real. Nobody he actually just spends 40 hours, um, 40 right. plus hours um, at work. And then I also had this business that's, that was starting to pick up some traction. Um, and so there was a point where like, I was I was getting a little burned out and I was actually getting resentful of my day job uh, in a, a bit, right? Um, and I had to sort of reframe how I thought about my day job. I started thinking about my day job as my biggest client, the thing that gave me the biggest check, right? And that sort of transitioned the way I thought about that and and what motivated me to actually go and get up in the morning to go go to that place, right? Um, and so I I think there was a point though where I started doing some calculations, like okay. I'm making this amount of money, but I'm starting to lose money in my business because I don't have enough time to be able to dedicate to it, right? And so when you get to that point, it's sort of two decisions. It's either you scale back what you're doing on your business or you quit your job. And so eventually after doing this with a job for almost three, almost three years, I ended up uh, leaving my corporate role and doing this full time. Now, hindsight, 2020, I, you know, I love running my business. I love 
love everything that I that has going on. But I, you know, I really realize that the the stability and the security of a job is just it's just something that that actually allows you to enjoy your side hustle <laughs> as a side hustle, right? Yeah. Once it becomes like an actual full-time job, then it's it's a little bit different how you approach it. Things become, you know, a little bit more serious. You have you have to make a certain amount of, of money at a certain point, right? Mm-hmm. So um so it's very interesting. There's definitely two sides of the coins. They both have their their pluses and their minuses, that's for sure. And when did you go uh 100% full-time? Yeah, I quit my job December of last year, December 2019. So uh, coming up on a full year now of doing this full time. Oh yeah, you you a beast. You've been doing this during the pandemic. You you a different type of beast. <laughs> Look, so th- what's happened with me and my business is like you got to think about what happened with the pandemic though. Everybody True. lost their job. So like yeah. you know, I this is a terrible situation in general, but for my business, it was, you know, this was prime season, right? So <laughs> so you know, at the, there was there was a point at the beginning of this pandemic that I was working 7 days a week. Like I was taking client calls, I had deadlines almost every single day, um, you know, because the, the pandemic sort of forced everyone, a lot of people out of their jobs. We're seeing record unemployment. So I sort of lucked out, to be honest. And the crazy part about it is I, I worked with a lot of people who um, were on my team at the company I worked at because they got they got laid off. So yeah. if I would, three months between when I quit until about the time that they got laid off. So I probably would have been here doing this full time anyway. It was sort of interesting how that worked out. So you was ahead of the curve. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the numbers just seem to, to uh, pan out right at the right moment, I guess. Right. <laughs> so so granted that business is like picked up, especially during this time in the pandemic. And, and since you uh, went 100% full time, first and foremost, let me stop and say commend you on that, because, you know, doing that leap of faith is not easy. So I want everybody to definitely drop some emojis, get some claps, some celebrations to this brother, because that is not that is no easy task. And you're probably the I think the third person I talk to, like doing these Black Friday lives that, you know, have done that and, and went out on that leap of faith and, and betted on yourself. So definitely wanted to commend you for that because that's, that's, a, that's a huge deal, man. I'm glad that you 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 thriving, um, you know, not too long after doing that. So Thank kudos you. to you, you for sure. Right. But I was going to ask, like, what is your, what's, the fav- what's your favorite part about what you do, like working with uh, your clients? Yeah, um, I think the my favorite part is that moment where they – land the interview or where they get the job right and they and they contact you and they're they're excited or they, or they give you the update um i think that's always my favorite moment because i tell what i really tell my clients is like my success hinges on your success right like in order for me to be successful you have to be successful so uh seeing that seeing that is sort of um the highlight of, of what i do Absolutely. And, and that's dope in itself to be able to know like you're you're making an impact on on somebody's life, like especially like their career, trying to get them to to that next level. Um, can you let's see who has been um, a big help like along the way? Because, you know, people love to like run around and say I'm self-made this, I'm self-made that. But, <laughs> you know, we, we all know it don't necessarily work like that. So I want to know, like, who has been a huge help for you like in your journey and starting late for a resume 
Yeah. So in starting Lakefield Resume, there's a couple people that have been a huge help. So my best friend, um, his name's Clyde. He's been a very big help. Uh, you know, he's probably the person who's been with me the longest through this. Like, granted, actually, no, there's three people who've been with me really through this. It's Clyde, um, Brittany, uh, Brittany Williams. And Shout Elena. out Brittany Marie. <laughs> yes. Um, and those three really helped me, especially in the beginning, um, whether it was being clients of mine or sending people my way or like in Clyde's case, we hang out a lot. And so this man hears my social media things before they go up, <laughs> listening to the podcast before I send it off to Living Corporate, hear when I'm recording video. Like he, he's like a part of the entire journey. So I would say that those three have sort of been been critical and sort of my support system with all of this. That's dope. And I mean, community is huge, especially, you know, when it when it comes to that and have being able to have those people who are essential. Um, it, like it makes a difference, uh, especially because yeah. you don't know how it's going to turn out. But, you know, it's good to know that they 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 banking on you just like you banking on you. And they like, look, we, we're here for the ride. We don't care whether you help out 100 people or you help out two people, including yep. us. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> and then the other people I would say is that eventually what I found is that um, there's not a lot of black people doing this work, but there are mm -hmm. black people doing this work. And I found them in, on Instagram and, and different mm -hmm. places. And I would say they've been really fundamental in this too. A lot of um, cross collaboration with each other, um, a lot of support. Um, like, you know, there's people who are like, look, I'm too busy. <laughs> Can you help out? I'm sending people to, uh, to them, right? So we sort of have like this, this little chain of, or sort of network of referrals between us um to to sort of help each other out because i tell people all the time i don't see anybody in this field in, as competition because there's enough people out here who need help with their careers and their resumes so like i you know i can't take all of them anyway um yeah. so if i can direct them to sort of that network of, of black resume writers and career coaches that then we all win <laughs> so so i got i got a couple scenarios for you so you know since you the the doctor and the guru at getting people to where they want to be professionally i want to know if you would be able to give some advice for people that's in, in two different scenarios. So uh, the first one would be myself and then other people maybe coming from undergrad. I came from an MBA program and I, I went to um, school where some people left the program and they didn't have anything lined up. Like, no, they might have in, interviewed and did everything with their resume. They didn't have anything lined up uh, postgraduate and then may still be looking for work or it's taking them time to look for work. So like, what advice would you give to that person based on your experience on how they can really like how they really can grind and get that position that they're looking for. Yeah. So I would say the first thing is really focus on building and cultivating your network. I don't think that, especially in the black community, I don't think it's taught enough how to and why it's so important to build your network, but let's just talk about applying to jobs. So when you apply to jobs, you only have about a 2% chance of landing a job by applying online. Right. That's just simple facts. So from there, when you look at it and you get a referral from someone who's worked in companies, that makes you 15 times more likely to actually land the role. So, you know, that means that you have to have a network in place to get those referrals. And then the other thing that we know is that only 20 percent of jobs are actually filled through online postings. The other 80 percent are filled through internal hires, networking and referrals. So we really need to make sure that we are focusing on that network and building that organic organically before we actually need it. So, you know, 
if you're in the situation where you currently need it, try not to, to come off in the, situa- in the situation looking desperate, right? Don't immediately ask somebody for a job. Try to start developing the relationships that can eventually lead to that. Um, the other thing I would tell them is that, okay, you can, can't find the full-time job. Get a little bit of strategic and creative. Um, you know, maybe it's a, okay, you graduated from, from business school with Denzel and you're concentrating in marketing. Okay, you can't find a marketing job yet. There's plenty of entrepreneurs out here who need some help marketing. You can literally team up with one of them, create some results, put that on your resume as experience, and now you have something that's a little bit closer to where you're wanting to go. Maybe it's you don't want to find an entrepreneur. Maybe it's a, you decide to sign up in one of these these, these gig economy websites, Fiverr, Upwork, all that type of stuff, and start gaining project-based experience so you're able to put that on your resume and continue to sharpen those skill sets and show real-world application of those skill sets that can help you position yourself to get those roles. Absolutely. See, I told y'all he was legit. So I put him on the spot and he gave y'all the, the resources <laughs> and tools to get out there and get it. And if you employed, you know somebody who needs to be employed, please pass down the information for sure. Uh, <laughs> so that the second scenario that I want to give you is that somebody is looking to switch job and career. So you've been somewhere for a few years, let's say four to five years, you start to look up, it's no opportunity here. You want to either switch careers completely and do something else or you want to get out of the company that you at, what advice would you have for them? Yeah, so I think first it would get very clear on where you're trying to go. So job searches work best when you understand where you're trying to go and you're you're pretty clear and focused because what has to happen is you have to tailor your resume to where you're trying to go. And if you don't know where you're trying to go, it's really hard to tailor that. Um, what it's What's also really difficult is to figure out what skills you have that relate to where you're trying to go. So you really have to figure that point out first. Where am I trying to land? And it doesn't have to be exact, but it needs to be something that gives you a general direction so you can start to reflect on your experience and figure out how it relates. And then once you are able to do that, you need to start tailoring things to that situation. So when I say tailoring things, I mean, you need to tailor your resume with the right keywords and phrases and examples. You need to, you know, switch up your marketing on LinkedIn and the way that you're presenting yourself to now represent where you're trying to go, right? But all of that really hinges upon you figuring out where you want to go first so you can figure out how you can get there. Um, and I think oftentimes, um, people really take for granted reflecting on their experiences and how they how they directly relate you like literally you can I can relate almost anything, but I need to know what where I'm trying to go to make sure it's even relevant, because that's really what you're trying to get to is the relevant skills that can make you or position you as the best candidate for the role. And clarity is the only thing that's going to get you there. How do you ask for a raise? Um, so I think before you ask for a raise, what you really need to understand is where have you contributed in the organization? Um, and you need to make sure that these are concrete examples. You never want to go asking for a raise just because I need to get paid more or I have personal reasons. I got bills, right? It's just not going to work. What right. you need to be able to do is plead the case of why you should get this raise. And the only way you're able to do that is to, to prove how you've impacted a company's bottom line in some way, shape or form, right? So maybe that's a, you streamlined some processes and provided productivity gains somewhere. Maybe you saved the company money. Maybe you, if you're in, you know, marketing, social media marketing, maybe you gained, uh, you know, 500,000 new followers, or maybe you did an impression or, uh, you know, they, you 
increased impressions or whatever the case may be, but what was the value that you provided first? And then from there, um, you want to find the right opportunity to bring that up, right? So typically that's going to be things like um, performance reviews, right? Sometimes that happens biannually for some of us. Sometimes that happens annually for some of us. Um, that's a really great opportunity to bring that up. If it's something that's really far off, let's just say you're six months into the year already and you only have an annual review. Well, maybe it's time to start planting the seed and having that conversation with your boss in one-on-ones, right? So it's like, hey, you know, I really appreciate what, you know, everything that's been going on. I know we've taken on an increase in projects recently and I've had X, Y, and Z that I've, I've been able to produce. And I just wanted to talk to you about sort of what my compensation package looks like and blah, 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 right? So you can start having that conversation. Don't expect something to change right then, but that's where those receipts are going to come in handy, right? Like, hey, these are the reasons why I believe that um, I, I, I am worth this raise. The other thing is that you wanna understand how much are you asking for? Have a number in mind, right? Do some research. Are you underpaid? Where do you find that information? Are we looking at Glassdoor? Are we looking at all these different uh, salary systems out there to, to understand what the, the market rate is? And and eventually just, you know, you're going to have to ask. And I think the best time, like I said, to ask is during those performance reviews. That's when people are more um, open to having those conversations. I mean, it yeah. doesn't feel like it came from left field thousand percent and and one thing that i've learned is that it works like if you can if you come with with the receipt essentially if you can come with receipts and you can articulately like plead your case it works you may not get exactly what you're looking for but you're you will get something because you open mm -hmm. your mouth you can show like look i got the data here this is what's been going on this is what i've been doing for you and then you know if if they just tell you straight up no after all of that you might be working at the wrong place anyway absolutely and and um also another question somebody asked is it cool to professionally slide in the DMs. <laughs> I don't know how anybody professionally slides in the DMs, unless it's a, you know, you can professionally slide in my DMs because it's a professional page, but I'm probably not professionally sliding in DMs to network. I personally, I've seen it happen though. Actually, I've seen a couple of people, I saw somebody get a pretty good job by, by networking with someone else um, in, on, on Instagram. Um, mm -hmm. Granted, it was two heterosexual women, so there wasn't a lot of sexual tension around that. But sliding in the DMs can get real awkward. <laughs> so, you know, maybe shoot that shot on the LinkedIn. Yeah, um, yeah. And then if that doesn't work, come talk to me. I got another website where you can find the person's email address at work, right? We can actually professionally slide into um, an, an inbox that was made for that. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I... <laughs> I heard of LinkedIn even being crazy. Like somebody look, told me one time, I was like they was like, I got off LinkedIn because it was getting too ridiculous. Like, look, look, <laughs> it, it can it can go down in them LinkedIn messages too. I didn't see some crazy things, and I, I didn't have some crazy things happening. It's a it's a it's an evil world out there. Yeah, man, it absolutely is. Oh, look, man. look, Mike, I see you up here. Here, he said, no shooting shots on LinkedIn. See, yeah, yeah, we're not trying to do that. <laughs> I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> That's not the engagement we're looking for, okay? Yeah. <laughs> to, to take it a step further, like uh, some people set up 
professional meetings to like basically like shoot they shot which is which is crazy oh, in itself no. look i i can get into that for days there's people <laughs> who purchase whole services to shoot they shot at you okay so the, yeah, look people will shoot a shot anywhere <laughs> they should, right hey they shooting on a uh, they shooting on a room with a chain with a chain uh uh hoop they shooting on the room with a nylon hoop it don't matter all right, so uh, now for the fun part. So I got a section, uh, Black Friday, that I call uh, Pick One or this or that. I haven't really figured out, like, landed a name for it yet. But pretty much rapid fire, rapid fire questions for you. So we're going to let the people a little bit in more into the world of uh, Mr. Layfield and get to know you a little bit better. So if you're down for that, we can we can get started. Let's go. Let's go. All right, bet. So what was the most recent show that you watched? Oh, the Parkers. The Parkers. Okay. I got to get back into that. I ain't got into it yet, but I know I'm enjoying it. I used to love the Parkers. Yeah. Uh, give us a random fact that you know. It can be about yourself or just about anything in this world. Oh, so there is a tortoise. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit is so funny. Uh, wait, wait. Okay, hold on. Uh, I was not ready for this, but this is just a random fact. Look, look you got to stop laughing because I'm going to continue laughing. All right, all right. <laughs> but um, there is a tortoise out there, and I forget his name. It starts with a J, I, whatever the case would be. I literally just say this to my best friend earlier. Um, but today is his 188th birthday, and he's the oldest living terrestrial animal on Earth. <laughs> Shout out to the tortoise, man. <laughs> trying to get like in one day. I thought you were going to talk about the tortoise that got like a million kids. Well, look, you live 188 years. You, I probably have a million kids too. Like, what? Yeah, you, yeah, you doing you doing a lot of swimming at that point. <laughs> look. <laughs> All right. What What was your first job? Uh, my first job. So, off of technicality, my first job was being a like uh, a referee at a YMCA. But really, my first my first job was uh, working at Circuit City. Wow. Don't even exist anymore, man. <laughs> I uh it's crazy you said that. I used I was a I am referee and then like a little kid's flag football referee for like two years in undergrad and that, that definitely helped pay some bills. So hey man, look, look. I was doing that in high school. I was <laughs> I was refing I was refing little kids basketball games at the Y. <laughs> Man, man, it ain't, it, and they fun too. Like if you if you get into the games, like you pay attention to what's going on, like it is it is so much fun. But like yeah, not the parents, parents. it be the parents. <laughs> the always parents, the, it's always the parents. Like shut up and sit down and eat your coleslaw. Leave me alone. Uh, what is what's your favorite song, album, or artist? Well, Beyonce, because um, yeah. I, that, well, that answers that. Can't go wrong. <laughs> uh, let's see. All right. So, what you know about the Coney? What's your Coney order? Oh, so my Coney orders had to change because I used to eat red meat, and then I stopped eating red meat at one point. So I don't get any Coney dogs, but I'm usually getting wings and fries, or I'll get uh, a chicken pita. Um, but that, yeah, it's usually wings and fries most times. Yeah. Man, you cannot go wrong with the grilled chicken pita ever. <laughs> Let everybody know um, where they can find you, um, your information, the best way to get in contact with you in case they want to use your services or, or shout you out or uh, reach out to you about that job. 
Yeah, so I'm at Layfield Resume on pretty much all social media. Um, if you want to check out the services or anything, you can find me uh, at www.layfieldresume.com. Um, and I'm going to put that in the chat because that's the type of person I am. Um, mm -hmm. and, then, <laughs> and then also, if you, um, if you want to connect with me on LinkedIn, feel free to do so. Um, I usually share information on all three, all three platforms: Twitter, uh, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Most times, so feel free to do that. Um, but yeah, that's the main places. Absolutely, and y'all heard the man, um, Tristan. Thank you so much for being here today. This is amazing. Um, I always learn something new, being having a chance to chop it up with you, man. And uh, definitely glad to see you prospering and doing well with Layfield Resume. Um, more power to you. Anything that I can do to support, please let me know. Um, we'll definitely for sure get that job opportunity uh, out there so that we can get you some support and then you can focus on your other things, especially, you know, your, yourself included. Um, so, yeah, definitely appreciate you taking the time out today, man. It, it means a lot and uh, glad you was able to, to step in for Black Fridays. I appreciate you having me, man. This is fun. I, I really appreciate it.